0: cursed. Oh, how so? Just everything going wrong. I know that. No I don't. I'm calm. I'm calm. Okay. Um, I've got a question for you. Does your bed have a box spring? No. Oh, then never mind. Because mine does and um, Ollie loves to get all up in there. How fun. Loves yeah. it. Interesting. I mean, I used to have a box spring, but my cats didn't bother with it. I wish I understood. A place to hide. That's all there is to get. A place to hide, but I can't... I don't understand how it could possibly be comfortable. Have you seen how cats sleep? This is true. They're very strange creatures. Um. Yeah, just wanted to see if that was a... Uh... <clears throat> Universal cat owner experience or not. Yeah, but I, I didn't have a huge amount of overlap. Well, no, I had about two and a half years of overlap with cats in the Box Spring. Fine. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yes, he hasn't taken notice that the lights are down yet, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how long they last. Anyway, um, how did you nearly injure yourself with laundry? I will try to shorten the saga. I mean, I love love a good saga, please. It started last week. I was doing a load of laundry. The laundry would not dry. Um, it was in there for like three hours and was still wet. And I was supposed to be leaving to visit my family for Thanksgiving.
1: Well, and I'm sorry, completely... did you
0: just like, try to wash every single sweatshirt you own at once? No. Okay. Yeah, normal little laundry. And so finally my mom was like, you know what, just bring the wet laundry here and use our dryer so you can get out the door. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, that works. And then I figured out that the problem was that the the duct that goes from the back of the dryer, like, in vents outside, mm-hmm. was bogged with lint. And okay. that was why it wasn't drying. So I had to replace that. Hmm. Which, you know, not a huge deal. I'm used to doing things myself. But I didn't get back in town until Monday, and I was like, well, I gotta get this done right away. I need to do laundry. Mm-hmm. And I... Stupidly bought a semi-rigid one because that was the only one they had in stock at Lowe's. And long story short, I fought and fought with this thing. Um, Injured myself multiple times. My shins are covered in bruises. Cute. Because I insisted on kneeling on top of the dryer trying to reach the wall. (laughs) Fent. (laughs) Nothing but bruises. Um, And just could not get it to stretch out to the full eight feet because it's supposed to require two people to do that. Because you got to have one person on either end pulling because it's eight feet long, and I don't have that kind of wingspan. Of course. So finally I gave up and said, you know what, I'm just going to get a flexible one. So I bought another one last night on my way home for my running team workout. So at this point, my legs are super sore because I had leg day on Monday, like having a hard time climbing stairs sore. Oh, God. And I was exhausted because i just, you know, run for like an hour and a half. As one does. And it's nine o'clock at night by the time I get home for the first time that day. And I'm like, well, I want to get this put on because I need to do laundry tomorrow. So I did get it put on. But, <laughs> but at what cost? That's exactly what I said! <laughs> there we go, episode title. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I I successfully got it put on, and I'm, like, shortening, like, all the complications. Like, the the clamps were all weird, and somebody, like, jerry-rigged the vent. Like, it was a whole thing. I had to drill holes and find screws, and, like, it was... I'm really shortening the saga. Okay. But I got it put on, um, and... The, the duct was just long enough to reach the back of my dryer, so I couldn't really pull out my dryer much from the wall while I was putting it on, and I was having a trouble getting the right angle to, like, screw the clamp on. And so I was crouching on my already exhausted legs that are just, like, shaking violently and falling asleep and Like hurting. a little chihuahua. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, again, leg day, running. No, yeah, that, legs, so- that sounds like hell. Crouching, you know um but i was determined i was like i just got to finish getting this clamp tightened and i'm done that's it and so i was like refusing to to get up and rest my legs i was like no i must keep going and by the way for some reason the screws on these clamps did not fit any of my my hex things so i had to use a wrench and took 25 years okay <laughs> And so, I just kept going and going and going, and I'm like, Finally, I'm almost done, but I really have to take a break. I'm going to fall over. So I was like, I better stand up really quickly, forgetting that my water meter was directly above my head. Owie. Wait. I meant to take a picture of the, the water meter for reference. Perhaps I will do so, and you can offer it to the people, but the thing is, there's the water meter, and on the bottom of it are these four bolts sticking out. Ooh. Um. So I I hit it. I heard the sound. I saw nothing but white, and then I fell over. And I could feel blood trickling on my scalp. Girl, are you sure <laughs> what, you don't have a concussion? But, but what did I do? I held on to the dryer for like a minute or two, and then I went back to take me. <laughs> no! <laughs> no no no. And I was like, this is getting done. Nothing will stop me from doing this. And so I did. I finished tightening it. I put the dryer back in place. I went upstairs and looked at the mirror, and I was like, oh my god. Because <laughs> I have, like, I have lumps where the four bolts were and oh. um, some, some cuts. And actually, um, like, along the part of my hair, you can actually see the a cut in the shape of one of the bolts. <laughs> oh my god. Again, are you sure you don't have a concussion?
1: I don't know, but my
0: head has really, really been hurting uh ever since. That's why I was just taking more excedrin. Oh my god, girl. Like it is pounding. Ow. But it woke oh. up this morning, so Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've had a concussion before, I'm not concerned. I don't know if you can actually you can sort of see it. Oh ow. Yeah. yeah. So the rest that, are under my hair at least. So that just wasn't, you know, just not, not a good day, huh? No. Um, you know, but it worked, and then I was excited to do a load of laundry today. I was like, all right, I was so nervous when I hit, you know, start on the dryer. I was like, please, God, please let me have done it correctly. If I had gone through all that Um, and then it didn't work, I would have simply just passed away then and there. Or if it, like, popped off the back of the dryer or something like that, because, like, I spent so long tightening that thing with that tiny wrench. It'd been so... For the first minute, it made a couple, like, rattly noises and stuff like that, and then it settled, and it was working great. And I was like, yeah, I did it. So I had laundry in the washer and in the dryer, and then the power went out. (laughs) God hates us. Yeah, which was right before we were about to record, like, a few minutes beforehand. I'm just sitting on the couch. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go and um, get the dishwasher started and then go join the pod. And then, boom. The, the entire the, complex the dishwasher, you say? <laughs> I'm never gonna let you live it down. Yeah. So, I was like, well, I guess I'm not doing that, and I had just settled down with, like, I lit a candle, and, which, I brought it up here with me, because... Gorgeous. Um, and I was like, alright, so I'm, I got my LED lantern, I'm just gonna knit by lantern with the cats, this'll be nice, and then the power came back on. So I was a little bit disappointed, but... I think the washer and dryer are fine now. I mean, fingers crossed. I truly do wonder what you and I did in a past life. Like, just... To be punished with such consistent inconvenience. Right? Like, we must have just been really annoying. (laughs) Yeah, I the lid on the washer was locked even when the power was off, so I couldn't even lift it up to see where it was in the wash cycle. Oh boy. And then even when the power came back on, the washer came back on, but the lid wouldn't unlock. So I pushed, it has like a pause and start button, so I pushed it a few times. The lid never unlocked, but it started doing things, so I think it's continuing its cycle. Yeah, let's just assume that. <laughs> I'll, I'll check it when we're done. That works. <laughs> the laundry was almost dry. Um, I turned it back on for a few minutes, but I think I, I did it. I fixed a dryer. Hell yeah. Well, um, hopefully me, your Thanksgiving was less of a disaster. It's fine. Nice. It's okay. Um, I feel like I should tell the people. Do not. Oh god, why this. did you what? It's so bad.
1: However why do you
0: think it is? Would you see Fruitcake Mountain Dew and then think, yes, I will purchase this? Why are you like this? <laughs> it just said how bad it was and then immediately took a drink. It's yeah. so bad. It's so bad. It does taste like fruitcake. I've never tasted fruitcake in my life, and I plan on keeping it that way. I love fruit. I love cake. Fruitcake, not so much. It's something about, like, the nutmeg this that makes it so bad. <laughs> no. Yeah, nutmeg No, 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 no. Yeah, it's terrible, but I don't waste things. I really think you need to try and work through that with yourself, because things mm-hmm. like that, it's just not worth it. I like to try things, although I did, um... Unintentionally waste the mystery flavor Mountain Dew. I just forgot it was in the fridge, but I didn't like that either. So the mystery was just bad. Yeah, cool. Not much of the mystery. Yeah. Um, that's why I don't drink Mountain Dew. Period. Hmm. Missing out on the weirdness. No. And bad news. There's already so much weirdness in my life. I don't. I don't need to be adding any more via Fair Mountain enough. Dew. <laughs> um. But actually, speaking of Thanksgiving, one of the things that I have on our document for today—let me copy this link real quick so I can drop this in or water on myself. Who taught me how to drink? Is this? So the tweet from at Crockett for real reads thusly. Thanksgiving went okay, I guess. Decided to cut the cranberry sauce long ways, just to see what would happen. Let me tell you, that started some shit right up. And I kind of just want to hear your thoughts on that. So... Here's the thing. We only do real cranberry sauce in my house. We do both in my house, and I'm not gonna lie, I kind of prefer the, like, jelly cranberry sauce from a can because I have real beef with the texture of cooked fruit most of the time. But I, I enjoy the flavor of cranberry sauce, so there you have it. Um, judge me as you see fit. Continue. Yeah, but I mean that's, my mom just, you know, makes real cranberries. She puts like orange and stuff in there, gives it a little, little something extra. So, we've, I've never experienced the slicing. That just sounds terrible. slicing again i'm kind of a fan but like okay so it's like it's cylindrical right like it is is the shape of the can and here's the thing generally what people do is like they cut it so it's like a little circle and the only way i could see cutting it lengthwise being acceptable would be that you've cut it into circles first and then you do Mm -hmm. once down the middle Just for easier portioning, I don't know. That is the only time I would say that's acceptable. If this person is talking about long slices, like I, how would I just like I can't equal portions. Yeah. First of all, it's not. Second of all, just the thought of this weird rectangle, like from the middle. Uh huh. I just don't like it. Plus, like, I mean, the can's only, what, like, yay long? But still, if you have, like, a long slice of that, there's no way you're going to be able to easily, like, transfer it to a plate. No, absolutely not. And actually, speaking of. Because, one, first of all, if I was in this situation, I would, like, I would 100% join the rest of the table in being, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like if I was watching this mm-hmm. happen, and actually, this just reminded me of something that is a massive point of contention in my entire extended family. What are your thoughts on scraping the top of the stick of butter with your knife? See, that's another thing. We don't use stick butter. Oh, okay. That like, use, that's like a huge like, point of oil, contention. Butter with olive oil. Oh no, that is a huge point of contention in my family. To the point that like at, at multiple people's like wakes like the, f- the first time it was brought up first of all was at somebody's wake where my cousin like stood up and was like all right i want to know who scraped the butter at thanksgiving dinner and this was like over a- possibly two decades ago at this point like i wasn't even alive but like it has been brought up in just so many situations because there are Two very distinct camps of it is okay to scrape your knife across the top of the stick of butter and it is not. Yeah, well, so I think there's this difference, right? So with the cranberry sauce, that's not like an arbitrary thing that, that it's cut yeah. like vertically or, you know, whatever, horizontal whatever you would call that, I guess, depending on which angry. You... Anyway. But there's a reason why people cut it into the little circles like they do. Just practically speaking, it creates the even portions. It's easier to transfer to plates, right? Like there's yeah. a reason for that. Um, cutting it the other way is just causing chaos for the sake of causing chaos. Which, like, right? I can appreciate, but like, not yeah. not now, not not like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, but so, but the butter thing, I feel like is a little bit different because you're not doing like portions. Yeah, you're taking you know, as much as you need for whatever. Whatever it is you're putting yeah. butter on. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about um, like the transferring portion like you do with cranberry sauce. Yeah. Which, by the way, if it can be, remain solid like that, it's not sauce. But I digress. <laughs> okay, I mean, so. I can't say that you're wrong. I have st- I have stated my position so I feel like I'm trying to think of like what the factors were would are that would argue for either side and so I feel like storage might be part of it like storing the leftover butter it's easier to store something that's like this as opposed to like a long skinny thing I mean it isn't it is a normal length like stick of butter yeah so like even if it is getting shaved down yeah If you're, like, uh, like, and I don't know if this is, like, I've heard from some people that apparently this is considered weird in America, just, like, leaving the butter out in, like, the butter dish on, like, the kitchen counter. Like, at all times? Yeah. I think that's weird, yeah. Really? That's what we've always done in my house. No. It's dairy. It should be refrigerated. I mean, that is how I've been operating for 24 years, and nothing bad has happened. I know somebody who leaves entire pizzas on the counter for days at a time, and eats it, and says that that's fine because she's never gotten sick. I think I just know because something hasn't, <laughs> Yeah, just because something hasn't caused a problem doesn't mean it can't. Here's the thing, you're not wrong, but also, like, at this point, I don't care. I'm just saying it. I think it is weird. That's fair. that's your family thing. That's fair. Um, no, but uh, as for the arguments for scraping over the top of the butter, if the butter has been recently taken out of the refrigerator, for example, um, and you scrape it, it's easier to spread. hmm And I don't yeah. know why. It's my one cousin in particular, and by extension, the rest of his family, now that he like has like a wife and children, they're all anti-butter scraping. I think, uh, you know, even when I use, because, again, we use, like, the little tubs of spreadable butter and also, with all of his brother. So, it's it's a whole yeah, thing. Really. Yeah. Um, but even with the little, like, plastic tubs of butter, even then, I, like, kind of scrape a layer off the top so it's, like, I a I feel thin like that's what you have to do thing. with yeah, the little just tub. just chunk yeah. out of it. Yeah, I feel you like know? with the little tub, that's, like, kind of your only option. Yeah. I mean, so if, if you're just getting, like, a little pad of butter to put on top of a pancake or mashed potatoes or whatever people do, like, sure. Then just cutting off a little piece from the end might be fine, yeah. right? Because it'll be melt it on whatever. But if you're, like, buttering a roll or something like that, you kind of need to do the scraping to get yeah. a thinner or a thinner spread. Yeah, no, I, I am fully in the camp of scraping the butter is acceptable and sometimes necessary. Mm-hmm. But again, we, I only ever use stick butter to, like, bake or something like that. But it gets brought up every single year. Hmm. Yeah, people definitely have their, uh, their thoughts on everything. Oh, actually, is your, uh, <laughs> family Thanksgiving, uh, well-attended enough to necessitate a quote-unquote kids' table? Uh, some years. Do you still get stuck at the kids' table? No. Bitch. I think it has nothing to do with your age in raw number. It has to do with your age in the hierarchy of ages. Here's the thing. We don't even call it the kids table in my family. We've always called it the JV table. Sure. like That's actually worse somehow. Junior varsity? Yeah. Yeah. So we've always called it the JV table. And honestly, JV table is better. It's more fun. But, um... Yeah, that's, that was, it. there really wasn't much of a point. It was just, do you have, do you still get stuck at the kids' table? No, nope. Haven't in years because there are enough people younger than I am. Yeah, no. So
1: nope. I said,
0: it's not like raw age thing. It's like where you are in the hierarchy and if there's enough people younger than you to fill the kids' table, then you don't have to be on the kids' table. But if there aren't enough people younger than you are, you might get stuck there. Yep, the people younger than me at the kids' table is my three cousins and my sister, and then there is uh, my one cousin who's older than me. How old are the the younger cousins then? Are any of you actually kids? Because I just heard three adults at the end. No, um... Don't quote me on the exact ages. My one cousin is around 18. Uh, His younger brother is... Like ten, and then his other younger brother is like se- six or seven. Okay, so a couple like actual kids, but then the rest are adults. So. Yeah, the, I think the oldest person at the kids' table is like thirty something. Interesting. Yeah, but you you're probably like the the youngest though of the the household at the time. Yep. Yeah, so it's it's not really the kids' table; it's the youngest people's table. JV ta- again. JV table is elite. Which it's interesting because like, you're hanging out there with like, aside from the actual children, you're hanging out there with all your cousins, your other cousins around your age who have been drinking. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think the like the idea of the kids table is like we don't have enough room at the main table for everybody, and we find you people young and irritating sort. <laughs> put you all together so we can have our old people talk but the thing is that in years past a couple of my aunts and uncles have also gotten stuck at the jv table because of like just like attendance shifting as people have moved Mm -hmm. around and again the vibe is always better well see and then that's the thing is like We've had kids at our holiday gatherings who are, like, they want to be at the adults table. They like us better than hanging out with, like, the kids. I mean, fair. But then some,
1: I don't but like then hanging out with children.
0: Yeah. And then some, but sometimes I'm like, man, I know that's a table full of, like, like, legit children, like, all under the age of 18. And I'm like, oh, they're having fun. <laughs> Look at us having a mature conversation. They're all over there, like, coloring and stuff while they eat. Let's see. That's kind of banger. Um, but yeah, and I know, like, there's always discourse about the whole phenomenon ranging from, like, family to family. Girl. The what? The discourse about the phenomenon of being relegated to the kids slash JV table slash whatever. Mm -hmm. So I figured I'd get your hot take
1: and see where you
0: stand in the hierarchy. Yeah, in recent years, our holidays have gotten smaller, um, because normally the- the source of the most children is my- my brother, and they've been having their holiday dinners, like, at their own home in the last couple years, so, Mm -hmm. uh, for the most part, anyway. So it's been much more chill. Noted. Grown-up holidays. Oh my god, and also, all of my, like, you know, former free-spirit aunts and uncles, um, somebody brought a joint. Can't Can't say I'm shocked, but I watched this happen. They're all, they had a, uh, my cousin got a fire pit going in the front yard. It was lovely. And they're all standing out there, you know, passing a joint around. My little cousin sticks his head out the door and, like, sees everyone and then goes, they're smoking out there. I'm like, mind your business, you little snitch. And, like, he's, like, seven, so, like, he, like, didn't, like, I'm sure he thinks the only thing one can smoke is a cigarette at this point. Probably, yeah. But, like, mind your business. Yeah. No. So that was just a funny thing that I got to witness. Yeah. No, you gotta, like, have, you gotta enjoy your holiday in whatever way is enjoyable to you. You know? And every year that I get older, the stories that I get from my aunts and uncles just get more and more insane. Hmm. Like, someone's, like, someone drops that they, like, have been, like, arrested for protesting. I was like, I mean, like, that tracks, but why is this the first time I'm hearing about this? You start to learn more things as you get older, and they realize you're not a kid anymore. I know, it's wild. Absolutely wild. (laughs) Um, anyway. Actually, our next thing is also, um, since we've gotten on the topic of Thanksgiving, our next thing is also food-related, and this is something that you (laughs) have put in... You put this in the chat a long time ago, and I've just kind of been waiting to pull it out, but, like, for no reason. Um, Yeah. So, here we are. It's a... I guess one would call it, like, a sort of three-way battle slash debate. Uh, Pancakes versus waffles versus French toast. Are we ranking them? Are we picking the ultimate victor? Porcano's dose? I very much have a hierarchy interesting what is your hierarchy french toast fascinating waffles pancakes i would say waffles pancakes french toast interesting please explain i find french toast to be superior because you got the cinnamon and you got the egg that you dip in and all that and there's like, you can put the vanilla in the mixture and everything, it's delightful. It has so much more flavor than waffles or pancakes. Here's my thing, um, waffles are essentially, like, dessert foods that we've decided are acceptable to eat for breakfast because of the amount of, like, things you are encouraged to put on a waffle. Like, you put, like, some fruit and whipped cream on a waffle? Mm, Hell yeah, brother! I do not put that stuff on waffles. Oh. Lame? Maybe fruit, but not whipped cream. Ugh. You've never put whipped cream on a waffle? Oh, it's breakfast! What the hell is wrong with you? I eat food for sustenance. Lame? I mean, you're already putting syrup on them and stuff. That's like sugar. Well, you don't do the syrup on a waffle if you're putting whipped cream on it. Well, then, so the mo most of the waffle is just dry then? The whole point of a waffle over a pancake is the syrup traps. No, yeah, and when I am, like, putting, like, butter and syrup on a waffle, that's what that's there for. But, like, there's, there's a, um, right down the road from where I live there's this place, there's this cafe, which is absolutely lovely, and they have this waffle that has, like, a strawberry, like, what's the, it's not jam. It's the fruit. Pumpkin. That thing. It has strawberry that, Mm -hmm. and whipped cream on it, oh Mm -hmm. my god, it's so good. Hmm. Like, that- that is- that can't be something you've never heard of, Bestie. No, I have! But see, here's the thing, that's not the food, that's the things that you add to the food. That's not the waffle itself, that's the whipped cream and strawberry compote that you're excited about. I'm also excited about the waffle. But you can put those things on pancakes or French toast as well. Okay, it would be weird to put it on French toast. I feel like there would be too much happening. Might be, depending on, you know, what you're doing with it. And I mean, yeah, you could put those things on a pancake, but again, the pancake doesn't have the reservoirs. But do you need that for those things? Not really. It's not like liquid. It's nice. But you don't need it. I mean, you don't need a lot of things. I'm talking about the pure foods themselves, because I'm not even bringing syrup or anything into it. Oh, then top is pancakes. Interesting. I'm a simple woman. I I am given a buttermilk pancake, I lose my mind. I find them so boring and unappealing. Oh, I love it. Maybe this is just, like, the difference between, like, why I'm fine with, like, eating plain saltines and you think that's fucking weird. Um, give me a plain carb and I am living... No, if I'm going to have carbs like that, I want to enjoy it. But I am enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, no, it has, like, no flavor to me. Pancakes pancakes have no flavor. It's, like, the equivalent of eating air but with calories to me. I I want to experience the world through your eyes and live in this world where apparently pancakes taste like nothing. Yeah, they're super boring to me. Like I'll eat them if there's no other option, but I'm never going to choose them. You Whereas french toast, me. you fascinate me. But like french toast, you can you still have the cinnamon and the vanilla and all those things even without adding it. I was syrup. I have never been particularly impressed by french toast, and maybe that's just cuz the recipe that my family has made my entire life is like weak sauce or something. Maybe, but there you have it. Yeah, no, I love pancakes like actually that's one of my go-to things when i'm like either know like one um like hungover diner vibes or literally anytime especially in high school when like my friends and i would like go to a movie and then go to a diner like ridiculously late at night i would always get pancakes literally always oh my god silk of existence just don't get it there's so many just wonderful little things in life and that is one of them for Might as well put syrup on a pile of cardboard. Some sweet fucking diner pancakes, baby. Nope. And the waffle's kind of a similar thing, but the reason I rank them higher than pancakes is because of the syrup traps. Interesting. So to me, French toast is number one just because flavor, and then waffle's number two because syrup traps, and then pancakes are a distant third to me. My ranking changes if we're ranking based on potential, like, what you can do with XYZ. It's waffles, pancakes, French toast. But if it's just for, like, plain, it's pancakes, waffles, French toast. Hmm. Yeah, maybe you just need to have better French toast. I mean, judge me as you see fit. Because even French Toast, like, they have stuffed French Toast. Never had that. Yeah, see? I'm You're mi- missing out. I mean, it sounds nice, I don't, and I'm not saying French Toast is bad. You, what you need to do is go to an IHOP. I haven't had their French Toast, but I do know that they have lots of different, like, interesting French Toast things. Interesting. Our IHOP here closed just before the pandemic, so... Oh, I think there's still one floating around up here in the capital region. I don't actually know. Hmm. Oh, that, that reminds you. of- Reminds you. Reminds me of a thing that I'm going. I was going to tell you that I will tell you later. Reminding you of a thing about the capital region. Okay. <laughs> that I read in a paper. Interesting. Um. So. Our last thing today. Today's the day of um, what some genius on the Bird app referred to as Twitter's Met Gala. It's Spotify Wrapped Day, y'all. Or we are recording this on Spotify Wrapped Day. So now we're just... Yeah! Yeah. I think I got an email.
1: Ready to pop the question? You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: Now I'm like, no, I didn't get an email. Huh. Maybe I accidentally deleted it. Oopsies. I do have head trauma. <laughs> Maybe you do have a concussion. I'm not kidding. Like, my brain's not fully functioning. Painkillers are not touching it. My head is still pounding. Baby girl. Now looking in my <laughs> Oh no. Anyway, continue. Well, I was gonna, we were, I was gonna say we discuss our Spotify wrapped, but we seem to have run into a problem. <laughs> like went to my spam folder but i don't see why it would have done that you could just open the spotify app because i did um i got an email the other day about like you know it's coming Mm -hmm. but yeah let me check yield spam folder nope okay let me open my spotify (laughs) you have made a very noticeable impact on my music taste friend oh really that's fun oh yeah my like top one hundred for the year. Lot of things that you put me onto. Oh yeah. Oh like yeah. What? Oh, tell me about your rap. I'm I'm pushing my button right now. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, um, here's some songs from you in my top one hundred. We've got. Love your friends. Die laughing. Um, mm-hmm. Oh Lord. I want to mm-hmm. get better. Mhm. Come on. Uh, the Woodpile, Shark Fighter, Switzerland, uh, Heart at Races, Animal, Two of a Crime, mm-hmm. Every Man Has a Molly. Anti-D. Yeah, there you go. You've made a very noticeable impact on my music taste. And also, um, I got into Ghost, like, mm-hmm. starting in October, maybe? hmm My second most listened-to artist of 2022. Wow. This says, I embrace the night with funny, moody, sad boy, B.O.I. boy. Don't know what oh that yeah means. my what was mine mine was like Sar- where is it That was my favorite one of the uh hey I listened to more than 80% percent of other listeners. I am pretty sure I have a very similar stat. um let's see what else I got that song it was love at first listen what song was that No uh what what song what song? Apparently, the song that I listened to the most was Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card, which is a song from when I was in high school. Oh, I was actually kind of surprised. I think I just I had it in a couple of different playlists, so I think it must have popped up more than once. That's the thing. I was kind of surprised by mine, but then I was like, oh yeah, wait, whenever I hit shuffle and I heard that song come on, like, I never skipped it, and it was Let the Sun In by Wallows. But yeah, what is my listening added up yeah, yeah, yeah i realized this year i, I spent way Ooh, more time more than 88 percent pod- of other listeners total play time was mm. 41,361 uh, minutes hmm. yeah I, I spent more time this year than last year um listening to podcasts on spotify than music yeah it was a little bit of a different Oh, and David Bowie was my top artist. Shocker. (laughs) Ha! My top artist was Los Campesinos. I was in the top 2% of listeners for them. I was in the top, uh, 0.5% for Bowie. Nice. Which is pretty impressive, considering how many people. But, um, and that also kind of surprised me, but then I remembered that in January, one of the things I, like, made, like, a little, like, I was like, I'm gonna do this finally was that I, like, sat down and listened to every single album that he ever released, in order. So I think that's what did it. Yeah. Well, Los Capasinos is my favorite band, so that's not surprising. Oh, here we go. Here's my... No, give me... My... Sunset mood vibe thing. Hold on. I gotta wait for it to cycle through. Oh, that's pretty accurate. My top band was Los Campesinos, my favorite band. My second top, Lawrence Arms, which is my second favorite band. Well, actually, they're kind of You embrace of a night with quiet sorrow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Say was my third most listened to. Nice. And then the Wombats. And Fight Like Apes. Can't say I'm surprised. Actually, yeah, let me... what was my... Yeah, Bowie was top. Bowie was... A lot of, a lot of British in that top five, but okay. Yeah, again, I started listening to Ghost in October. They are my second most listened-to artist. But it was, uh, David Bowie, Ghost, Gerda Van Fleet, Wallows, and the Struts. Very on-brand. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised that my second most played song was Meet Me at Our Spot, but again, that's just one of those ones where, like, every time it comes on, am I gonna skip it? No. That was number four. Oh my god, look at us. We are converging. (laughs) Same brain. My top genre was emo. Shocker. I don't know, Spotify and have different definitions of emo. Um Oh my god, my fifth most listened to podcast was that (laughs) Did I ever tell you about this? How I got really into this like limited series audio drama that um where uh Con O'Neill did voice acting as a vampire. (laughs) I don't think so. Oh, I was, like, not okay listening to that. I feel like I remembered you saying he was voicing a vampire. Huh. I'll I'll send it to you, but, um, yeah, that was my, like, the, that made it into the, made it into the, uh, most listened podcasts. along with, I was surprised that I listened to as much of the Penumbra podcast as I did. Hmm but was not shocked by the, other than, obviously, Last Podcast on the Left, was not shocked by the inclusion of, uh, The Silt versus and Old Gods of Appalachia. Both of which, uh, for my audio drama people out there, if you're not listening to those already, holy shit, go do it right now. Wow, this is, man, fascinating. I remember I was doing this last year. Yeah. I think it, like, gives you the option to, like, make a combined playlist of your top with your friends. And I'm 90% sure we, like, there is one from last year in my library right now. Well, I mean, I know that definitely made us a a combo playlist Mm -hmm. at some point, but... Huh. Like, I wasn't at all surprised by my top songs last year, and this year I am, because they weren't ones I intentionally listened to a bunch. Like, yeah, last I year, I wasn't even remotely shocked last year when, like, the Struts were my top artists, because I was so obsessed with them, and, like, oh my god, love them so much. But this year I was like, like, I went through a bunch of different, like, phases where I was, like, I was listening to Wallows a lot, and then I was just, like, yeah, I'll go back into the Struts, and then the thing with Ghosts, but, like, I, did, I didn't, I didn't know what was coming. Mm-hmm. Well, like... Last year, my top song was "It's All Right" by Mother Mother, which Shocker. made sense. I listened to that like repeatedly, but I didn't really have a song like that this year that I played that much, and so I was really shocked. When I saw it, like when I saw what my top song was, it made sense. Mine still don't. <laughs> yeah, they were not one great to listen to. I love Spotify Wrapped, even though it's like, yeah, we've been tracking you, but like, who cares? Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's just. <laughs> Whatever, you know everything tracks you. Whatever. Yeah, I've. Whatever man, I've kind of given up. Um, <laughs> my top three genres: emo, skate punk, and pop punk. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I think it was okay, like pop rock. Oh, show tunes was in my top genres. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. See, I disagree with. Spotify as to what counts as email, but whatever. Okay, well we don't have time to get into that. <laughs> now we don't have time to unpack all of that. I have never gotten more mileage out of a, like a reaction image than I have with the. Now we don't have time to unpack all of that from that special and from the other special, uh, don't we all, or aren't we all? Never gotten more mileage out of out of two screen caps from anything it is such a helpful both of those are such helpful response such useful responses in so many situations if you look through my like like media on my twitter profile mm-hmm. so much of it is just now we don't have time to unpack all of that aren't we all aren't we like it's it's that like in between any and all photos that i do actually post on twitter or like actual media that I retweet, it's just that. Because <laughs> it <laughs> works in so many situations. Mm-hmm. Gotta love a versatile quote. Indeed. Um, yeah, we go for a couple more minutes. Any other, any other hot button things? Hot button things. Have you seen that fucking cat Fishtifer, on Twitter? No, but that's an excellent name. Oh my god, it was like it was like a pet finder ad for this cat named Fishtifer. and he looked so fucking sad. Oh, just like the like chunkiest little like puffy cheek kitty face and the saddest little eyes and somebody posted it, it was like, I swear to God, like, somebody posted, like, the picture of the cat and the, like, pet finder description, and someone was like, I swear to God, if you, if one of y'all doesn't go get fur right now, and then literally, I think he was, like, like, the next day or the same day, somebody, like, retweeted, like, quote-tweeted it or something, it was like, my boyfriend just adopted fur. ask me anything. Uh-huh. So he has been scooped, but oh my God. <laughs> I'm so happy. He looked so sad. Oh, and we're right on time. Couldn't let me get through one episode, could we, bud? i are so close. I know. I and mean, you're not even immediately putting them in your mouth, but... Oh yeah, I've got my matching slipper socks to match the... Oh, right, yeah. Last podcast, ugly Christmas sweater, the time is finally upon us. Say hello to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> my sweet baby boy. Are you a little boy? What? I'm so obsessed with you. Cats, man. Yeah, I was almost a little bummed my power came back on because I was getting all ready to snuggle up with some cats for warmth. Yeah, yeah I I, I'm really loving this thing where I go to bed and I have- I get automatic snugs. Little furry heater. It's, it's amazing. sometimes he gets under the blankets with me. Are you kidding? It's like in the old days where they used to, like, use hot water bottles in bed. But instead it's a cat. And it's furry and it purrs. And I love love having a cat so much. I absolutely love having a cat. Yeah. It's wonderful. I'm a huge fan. But yeah, no, he, like, gets under the cover. Like, I'll, like, lift him up and then he'll, like, get right under my chin, curl up, go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. he wakes me up um, biting my septum, but it's fine. Okay. I wish I understood. Like, I has that ever happened to you? No. Like, and it, it's not just like, oh, he was, like, messing around this one time. It is repeated. It is targeted, intentional behavior. And I don't mm. understand what his goals are. Because, like, yeah, he rubs his nasty little scent glands all over my face. That's fine. And, like, Mm -hmm. he goes up against my nose a lot. Okay, yeah, my nose is technically a corner. Cats like corners. Why is he trying to give me a septum piercing? Maybe he's trying to say you'd look nice with one. I don't know if I could
1: pull that off.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's hard to picture. I can't can't picture it. (laughs) Uh, The fact that we're talking about body modifications has me thinking about Kirby butt cheek tattoo. It dawned on me the other day that it would be really funny to, for any person, but since I'm the one coming up with it, me specifically in this case, to um, get a tattoo of Kirby, as in the little Nintendo puffball video game character, um, on my ass cheek, so that he is appropriately squishy. And like, the more I think about it, the less it becomes a joke. So. And why not? I mean Most people wouldn't see it anyway And that's the thing Most people wouldn't see it But I would know And that's funny It's for your enjoyment It is literally exclusively for my enjoyment Although um, I will make this uh, promise right now If this podcast ever takes off I will 100% get a tattoo of Kirby On my butt cheek And um the, The public will see it if this podcast ever gets like a million subscribers or something insane it'll happen <laughs> i mean we're gonna get the tattoo regardless it's just that people won't see it yeah it's if, just that you won't get to see it yeah yes because i believe we've talked about the annual body mod day yeah a lot before because like i'm out of, like and the thing we were talking about we were like texting about this so, like i'm out of piercings that i want Yep, me too. So, like, I'm we're gonna have- like, if we're gonna keep this up, we're gonna have to start getting tattoos. Yeah. Because the only thing is, like, either move to tattoos or start getting piercings outside of our ears somewhere. But I don't really want, you know, like, eyebrow or nose or, you know. Have we ever talked about really if you to had know. to get a facial piercing, what would you get? Hmm. Because I feel like that's a pretty solid question for the two of us. Yeah, I might go, no. Honestly, I think- Hmm. Because yeah, I don't know if I could pull. I don't yeah, it's it really hard to think I could like, pull that off. A lot. It. Yeah, it's hard. And I don't think I don't think she's the kind of person who would ever do this. But I think my sister actually could very like pull off very well, just like a little like nose stud. Mm-hmm. Just a yeah, thought, random it. thought I've had. I don't know if I could do that though. Maybe I would get. hmm. I don't. I really don't know now that I'm thinking about it. Maybe eyebrow. Yeah, that is like that, that could replace Beautiful. the brow slit, because I kind of like just... the fact that I have something like a little asymmetry going on with this uh-huh. sediment. Because I have the the side bang here, so I feel uh-huh. like this this does a little something. So maybe yeah. I would just replace the eyebrow slit with some jewelry, if yeah. I had if I had to pick one. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I were actually getting one, I'd probably do eyebrow over nose, just because I feel like that would be so inconvenient. Like, you get a cold. I mean, yeah, probably, enough. but also like, you don't wear more, I mean, you don't wear glasses, so I feel like that wouldn't be a thing you would have to worry about. Yeah, well, I mean, no, I guess maybe it's just more in my mind because of the long COVID stuff. That is very fair. I've had perpetual sinus congestion for almost six months now. That's Sunday will be my six-month anniversary. How's that going? Super. Just great. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Can so- I tell you that uh, I'm currently in a holding pattern because all the doctors are out of ideas, and so my option now is to just wait and hope it, it gets better on its own, or to get a balloon rhinoplasty. Girl, what the fuck is that? Where they literally put, like, tubular balloons in your sinuses, your sinus cavities, and inflate them so it holds them open. So they drain better. So it's like a stent? Kinda, yeah. But the thing is, like, that helps the symptoms, it doesn't solve the problem. And they're permanent. So, no thanks. I'm just gonna wait. Bruh. I mean, there are people that had long COVID for like a year and a half before they got better, so. Oh my god. If that's the case, I'm a third of the way there. Oh, okay. I mean, t- t- technically? Mm. Yeah, another year. It's fine. Whatever. By next Christmas. Christmas next Maybe I'll be Girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't... Mm, yeah, I think just having a nose piercing would be too inconvenient. Like, if, especially, like, imagine it healing and then you have to, like, sneeze. I caught, um... One of my Helix piercings, when I was taking off my sweatshirt, I wanted to die. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was at work when that happened, and there- and I were like, I was on the lock still, and there were two guys that I was working with, and I, like- I didn't even say anything, because I had, like, taken off the sweatshirt, and then I just, like, you know, made my, like, pained little noise, and then just, like, crumpled into a ball. And none of these guys have earrings. <laughs> he was like, did you just snag an earring? And I was, like, down in the ball in the ground, I was like, yup. And then, like- This guy, who, again, I like does not have any piercings, he was just like, Oh my god, ow. Like, I can feel that. I'm like... It was bad. That wasn't fun. It's been, like, a solid 25 years since I got my lobes pierced, but I feel like cartilage piercings are worse. Oh, 100%. Like, no, I got my second lobe piercing. The second lobe piercings felt like... Because when I was a kid, I, like, got them done in Claire's with the gun, which you are not supposed to do. Um, yeah. but, like, you know, that was years and years ago before I had gotten anything else, and then I had gotten, like, three cartilage piercings in a row, went back in to get the second, uh, lobe piercings on and I was like, okay, like, it's gonna hurt, yeah. It was fucking nothing, dude. Actually getting your earlobes pierced with, like, the, like, properly, like, with the, like, hollow needle? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Huh. Yeah, because wasn't that Body Mod Day 2020 you got those? Yep. When I got my, uh, forward helix piercings on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was, and I was like, why would you do that? And then I wound up doing it. I wound up getting <laughs> two cartilage piercings at the same time, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, but it was, it was real rough when I got those, those forward helix ones, because that was 2020, you know, earlier pandemic days, and masks. I had to wear mask. And, uh, you know, because we went to Walmart immediately after to get some saline spray, and so I had the mask, like, you know, because they're right here. Yeah. And so the mask... (laughs) Oh my god. I know I complained a lot, but, like, it was throbbing and, like... Oh, I'm sure. I I wanted to amputate my ear. Can I get this mask off now, please? (laughs) Yikes. But yeah, I distinctly remember laying there being like, Oh, and now they're gonna do it again. Yeah it's like you're only halfway done yeah when i got my i always have to put in quotes my industrial for our last body mod day like I, the first one the first hole hurt so badly that i was like oh my god this is gonna be the worst i can't take it i don't want a, a second one and then he was like okay you can sit up and look in the mirror i didn't feel the second one i still can't figure that out supposedly and i don't know if this is actually true but supposedly if your tits pierced you don't feel the first one because you're so, like, n- like the adrenaline keeps you from feeling it, and then the second one hurts really bad. Oh, interesting. I was just talking to somebody a few days ago who said that, actually, the second one, it's not that you don't feel the first one, but the second one hurts way worse. So they recommend you actually get them both done simultaneously. I mean, okay. From somebody who knows multiple people that have them, I guess? I mean, all right, you know, whatever. Just coincidentally, it was a topic that came up the other day. Fascinating. No yeah, no. Not for me. Yeah, but, so I guess we're kind of, again, running out of real estate. Yeah, and I, and I don't I really want to move well, anywhere else, so I think I'm going to have to start getting tattoos, so. Yep. um I definitely have ideas. Things that have been percolating. Anything as funny as getting a video game character on your ass so that he is as squishy as he is reported to be by the game. You know, no, and I have never actually thought about getting an ass tattoo, but, I mean, I suppose that's a good place to get one. Right? Because, like, you don't have to worry about it being visible, you know, if you don't want it to be, and I imagine it wouldn't be as painful because of the cushioning. Like, I feel like the most yeah. painful parts are the areas that are, like, Devoid of fat. Like oh, yeah. the one, the only one I have is on my wrist, and that's like directly on nerves and tendons. I hear rib wasn't... tattoos hurt like a bitch. Which ones? Rib tattoos. Oh, I, yeah. So I, I feel like getting a tattoo on your butt wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. Well, and the, I was talking to somebody the other day who got a tattoo down her calf and onto her foot, and she's like, yeah, on the, like, the calf. Like, it didn't really hurt, because you got all that muscle and, you know? Mm-hmm. But once it got down, like, to the ankle, like, around the ankle bone and foot, like, that's when it... Ouch, yeah. Yeah, no. Oh. thanks. I also kind of just want to get, like, a shitty stick-and-poke, like, on my heel or whatever, just because I think it would be fun. And just have it be, hmm. like, vampire teeth. Oh, interesting. Why not, you know? Or you could just get it professionally done. I could, but it's about it's about the vibe you know okay it's about the vibe of sitting on somebody's kitchen counter and having them stab you with a needle while you're both drunk nope (laughs) not the drunk part (laughs) i had a student several years back and i honestly don't remember who it was it'll come to me no i remember who it was um that they had, um, a friend who had gotten stick-and-poke set and, like, was just giving people all these tattoos and stuff, and she was shown in pictures, and I was like, oh my god. Why would people let someone do this to them permanently? But that's the thing, though. They kind of don't last. I mean, it depends on how well you, you've done it. Again, that's why like, it would just be, like, just, like, on my heel. Mm. Who's gonna see it? Who cares? You a fun story. I feel like that would bother me. Oh, I don't know. Maybe this is just me being an idiot, which, like, is very possible. But there you have it. Oh my god, what if this is what... Because I I got this at Saratoga Comic Con. What if this is what I do? Like, that's the Kirby? That's the... What if this is the Kirby? (laughs) He sits on my desk. (laughs) He's got a little lollipop. Come on. Focus. Yeah, it doesn't want to. Uh, Show the boy! That's pretty close. That's pretty close. Yeah. I need to stop being given ideas. I saw, um, like, somebody had gotten the chemical formula for a runner's high tattoo to cross their foot. You were talking about this, but then apparently isn't runner's high, like, not actually a thing? Well, so, I thought it looked super cool, but that's the thing, right? Is, like, there's... Like, there are theories as to what causes that feeling, Mm -hmm. but it's not conclusive. And would that bother you? Yeah. (laughs) Because it's essentially, like, a theory on your foot permanently, and what if in, like, five years they find out, like, in fact. And it seems like a lot of chemists, basically, would roll their eyes and be like, that's so stupid, why would you have that done? I mean, there are also people walking around with, like, the chemical formula for, like, LSD on their bodies permanently, which, like, I mean, you know, do what you want, but... But that's actually accurate, though. Yeah, okay. It's a lack of accuracy. Hmm. Because I forget what the the chemical that they think is responsible for it is that people keep getting tattooed on themselves, but... I just think the idea of having a chemical formula on your foot at all is just cool. Yeah, no, honestly, that that is kind of all yeah, to represent something I'd like like that, I think feel like it would be cool, but I also feel like it would bother me. Hmm. Interesting. And also, ouch. That, too. But also, I don't know how well, like, I feel like it would wear a little bit, you know? Because, like, hands and feet in particular, those have to be um, touched up more frequently. So there's that Which, too. again, is why I am completely fine with the idea of just letting someone... Just give me a shitty little stick and poke on my foot. Yeah. Well, I mean, but even when I got my wrist tattoo, like, the people uh, there were divided on as to whether, like, me wearing a watch would wear wear it off. Interesting. Some of them were like, oh, yeah, no, over time that's going to wear it off and you're going to have to get it touched up. And other ones at the same place were like, no, no, that's not going to matter at all. I feel like it has to come to, because, like, everyone's body is going to react to, like the actual tattoo different. i feel like it has to come down to the person in some yeah. way i mean i've only had this for uh it's going on three years three years in february but i mean it still looks same so i mean and again what do i know no yeah. but um t- stick around to see how brooks's tattoo fares i don't know <laughs> now you have to there, keep watching and listening Now you have to keep watching and listening. What an incentive. Um, I, you know, I'm I'm not good at selling myself or any of the things that I do, so I have to find my ways to try and incentivize people to continue listening somehow. Sure. I do what I can. You know, if you can think of something better to conclude this episode, by all means, have at it. I got nothing. And there it is. all right (laughs) all right well there you have it um as always thank you friends for fighting with us we appreciate each and every single one of you and we will be back again next week we'll see you then this week's episode of the fighting with friends podcast was hosted by bridget kelly and dr sarah brooks you can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at kelly 98 and at Anne Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch and Facebook, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50-80% to less than similar brands,